What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I wanna to talk about the best poker advice that I ever received that was really a total game changer for me. So early on in my poker career, like a lot of people, I was very you know active, playing as much as I could, but I was getting frustrated by bad beats constantly. It seems like I was constantly getting setups, coolers, right before the final table. Every single time I've got pocket aces, they hit their flush, etc. I think you know what I'm talking about. And I started to think, you know, maybe I should just jump up to higher stakes games, start playing against better players who are going to respect my raises, who are not going to be these wild, unpredictable players that I was constantly having problems with at the micro stakes and small stakes cash games. And then my mentor at the time finally got it through my head to stop thinking in this ridiculous way because this is deeply flawed logic. Guys, quite simply, the idea that you're going to move up stakes and play against far superior opponents in most cases uh, to, at mid stakes or high stakes, and suddenly you're going to have better results at the poker table because they're not wild and unpredictable and you can read them or something, is a ridiculous fallacy that I see many, many uh, beginner level poker players falling for. I used to fall for this myself in my early days. Like I said, until my high stakes mentor at the time knocked some sense into me and made me realize that there is a reason why win rates are so small in high stakes games and even mid stakes games these days. You know, it's pretty tough online, especially. And the reason why, guys, is because you're playing against world-class professionals in these games that are studying around the clock. They're using solvers. They're using GTO theory. Super advanced stuff. They take this game very, very seriously. And the idea that, uh, you know, you're going to step into those games and suddenly you're going to have start having more success because you're not going to get as many bad beats from them is just, honestly, it's just laughable and ridiculous. And believe me, I used to believe this myself. Let's talk about why it's so ridiculous. Number one, we need to understand who we make the money against in poker. You know, as you guys probably know, it's not other world-class professionals. It's the recreational players who chase bottom pair, middle pair, ace high, any single draw they like. They'll chase you with two napkins if they like it, two playing cards, two baseball cards, whatever they like. If they think their hand is pretty, they're gonna be in there and sometimes they're gonna hit their miracle card. I made a lot of videos recently here on the channel talking about how people almost always have equity in poker, whether it's 5%, 10%, 20%. The facts are, guys, it's just math. It's gonna come through sometimes. Sometimes they're going to get lucky. But what we have to remember is that other 80% of the time, 85%, 90% of the time where they don't hit. And this is the biggest problem with a lot of small stakes poker players and myself included, I, I had to get over this hurdle as well, is constantly thinking about all the times when they you know, gave you a bad beat against your pocket aces and not remembering all the times where you know, your hand quote unquote held. And this is really just the way that our brains are hardwired. You know, we're meant to remember all of the times where we got unlucky. And I know it's frustrating, guys. That's what these players are going to do is they're gonna give you a bad beat sometimes. They're going to play some ridiculous hands and hit their two pair or their trips on the river. And it absolutely sucks, believe me, I know that. But there's a reason why I've been able to post such ridiculous winnings at the micro stakes in particular. 
For those of you guys who have been following me throughout my poker career, you know I have some of the highest winnings of all times at these stakes and with some of the highest win rates that hardly even seem possible, you know, which I've posted all on my blog for many years. And the reason I've been able to do that is because I'm playing against really bad players who make these large fundamental mistakes. They chase every single draw versus me. And at the end of the day, you know, they're going to get lucky sometimes. And it sucks, like I said, but most of the time they don't. Most of the time they've still got a pair of threes on the on the river and my ace king or my aces is going to hold. So guys, that's by far reason number one is you have to understand is who we make the money from in poker. It is not world-class professionals who make a disciplined fold and don't chase their bad draws. It's all those recreational players who chase their bad draws. You should feel happy to have these players in your games. I treat them as my customers. You should welcome them at the table. You should certainly never berate them or anything when they do get lucky against you. Guys, you need to make peace with this idea of short-term luck in poker because it is an absolutely integral part of the game. It's what keeps the bad players coming back again and again for more is because poker throws them a bone. It allows them to get lucky sometimes, unlike a game like chess, for example, where, you know, if I play against Magnus Carlsen, the grandmaster, you know, uh, best player in the world, I'm not gonna win. Like, it, there's nothing that I can do, and I'm an all right chess player, but I'm not gonna beat him. He is far, far superior to me at the game, and there's no way for me to get lucky in chess against him. He's just gonna beat me 100 out of 100 times. But I could go up against the best poker player in the world, and I could certainly get lucky against them. I mean, I could just go all in pre-flop against them every single hand, and I'm still gonna have, you know, 10, 15% equity or some chance to win, right? So guys, you just absolutely have to make peace with this integral part of the game. If you want bad players in there to give you the high win rate, if you want that profit source in the game, you have to accept that they're going to get lucky against you sometimes. I call it a fish tax. You can call it whatever you want. You know, it's, it's a tax that we all pay to these players from time to time for us to be able to play this incredible card game in the comfort of our own home or in a casino, and in many cases make a solid part-time or even a full-time income playing this game. Guys, it's not that big of a price to pay that once in a while your aces get cracked, or even if it happens a couple times in a row, because we have to see the forest through the trees. We have to be able to see why it is that we're able to make so much profit in this game in the long run. It is because of these bad players. And guess what? They hang out, of course, at the small stakes. They don't hang out as much in mid and high stakes games. That's where you're going to find those disciplined, very not wild opponents that make solid folds and, and never chase their bad draws against you. Guys, you already know that those are not the players you make the money against in this game. And finally, you know, the other points, the other reason why you should not jump up to higher stakes games to play against, you know, quote unquote, you know, good disciplined opponents who respect your raises um, is because quite frankly, you need to have a very high skill level to beat those games. Because guys, like I said off the top, even in mid stakes games these days, like a 510 cash game, for example, $5, $10 blinds, most players are pretty good in these games these days. A lot of them are studying hard away from the tables. A lot of them are semi-professionals or professionals. And the idea that you're just gonna jump into these games and all of a sudden slay all of these, you know, smart individuals who take this game very seriously is a little bit of a pipe dream. I mean, let's be honest here, guys. Now you can absolutely, um, 
you know, work hard on your game, both at the tables and away from it. If you want some recommendations on a lot of the materials that I've used over the years to improve my game, I have a bunch of stuff in the description below. But the bottom line, guys, is that a lot of people really underestimate the skill level that is required to beat a level like a 5, 10 and above cash game these days, whether online or live. Um, and think it's just gonna be some sort of walk in the park and that's just not the case anymore uh, in today's games. You know, there are still some recreational players once in a while uh, that pop into those games, but by and large, those games run when another regular honestly is on tilt. There's not a lot of easy action in these games and you need to understand the game on a very, very deep level in order to even compete in these games. So guys, the bottom line here is the idea that you're just gonna move up and play against these, you know, disciplined, excellent players uh, in many cases, in many cases, semi-pros or pros, and suddenly that's gonna make your life better at the poker tables. Guys, this is deeply flawed logic that I fell for early in my poker career. Guys, the bottom line is you have to prove that you can actually beat the small stakes games before you can jump up into the higher stakes games and have big time success. You know, the biggest thing is you actually learn the fundamentals in order to have success at the higher stakes games in these small stakes games. And you also learn how to develop the emotional control versus players who get lucky against you in the lower stakes games because you're gonna get a lot more bad beats at those levels. But guys, the idea that you're just gonna jump up to higher limits and suddenly make more in poker is honestly just a bad idea for most people unless you happen to be a world-class professional yourself. And if so, then you, know, you can ignore everything I said in this video. But guys, honestly, that's some of the best poker advice I ever got. You have to learn how to make peace with short-term luck in this game, guys. Understand that the recreational players are going to get lucky sometimes, but that's why we're able to generate such a large profit against them. I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you wanna know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast because I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with BlackRain79.com.